0: Hey, chiropractors. Welcome to Modern Chiropractic Mastery with your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing, business, and professional growth with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to another episode of Modern Chiropractic Mastery. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm bringing on my financial advisor slash planner. Uh, to discuss a topic that's that's important and I remember uh, maybe six months ago a year I forget I was listening to some other podcasts and the guy on there talked about you know building a financial fortress around your family and it really resonated with me and I had done a lot of that actually just by you know um, having our guest today Michael jasonda uh, in my corner but when I uh, had my first child it was 2020 and you know, At 40 years old, assets have built up and different things, a lot of moving parts, three businesses, own the office real estate, own a house, um, you know, a lot of stuff going on. And and I'm the sole provider. So, you know, we did a lot of things to really protect that. Um, And then we even did a will and trust. And we did a lot of things, not only uh, that if I were to pass away, would protect uh, my family. But, you know, being being alive, uh, also protecting from things like the economy or whatever. So it really is twofold when you got to think about building a financial fortress around your family. It's being very sound while you're alive. And, and if, you know, God forbid something happens, uh, what's your plan there? And so this episode, um, someone had reached out to me, wanting me to have this show. I thought it was a great idea. So I brought Michael on to, to discuss that some of the things we did for me, some of the other ideas and, uh, really starting to get together a game plan for this. Cause you know, as much as we, we don't want to think about it or don't think it's going to happen to us, uh, we obviously know the reality. And so you've got to prepare for that. And you also got to be very sound financially, um, Currently, and so we talk a lot about that. Excited about this episode it was really good. Got a lot out of it myself, just to kind of go through some things. Uh, but I think it's important, you know. And um, you know, we try to provide you on this podcast all things professional and personal growth and development. And protecting yourself and your family is a big part of that. It gives you peace of mind, gives everybody uh, a plan. And we dive into some of the the variables that. So it was really good. Uh, Before we get into that, just a little bit of a kind of update on MCM mastery. You know, we, we did a push uh, and we, we did get 45 members before the end of the year and we onboarded everybody and it's been exciting. It was like the group coaching calls are going amazing. Um, You know, we've, we're doing the marketing for chiropractors now. So our members have marketing done for them and coaching uh, they have uh, the ability to reach out to me and Kurt and others for for help in their practice, and so they're not on an island. Uh, now that we have onboarded that, we we are back open for new members. If you're interested, just go to our website, modernchiropracticmarketing.com, and fill out the form there. It goes direct to, directly to me, and I directly respond. And um, if you're interested in it, I even set up a consult call with you, me, and you, to discuss if it's a right fit for you. Um, but we're excited about the growth. We've added a uh, chief marketing officer, Melissa Weber, which has been great. We've added um, uh, different trainers for training programs. So, like uh, in January, uh, we started front desk training. So, this is for your front desk staff. In February, we're doing it for clinical CA. So each month, we're having a call for your team members. So we're really trying to be your, you know, plug into your practice with a team around it that's really holding you accountable, developing a plan for you. And uh, we've also added in the Chiropractic Success Academy to that so you get everything that's involved with that with the digital dashboard and the great trainings and lessons in there. And so it's a very comprehensive program that we're excited about and our members are giving us great feedback for. So you could check that out if you're interested uh, to taking that next step in your practice. No matter if you're trying to get over the hump of profitability or you're killing it, and you need to know what to do next. Uh, we have members of all uh, levels, and it's exciting to grow with them as well. So check that out, marketing.com and fill out that form and submit it to me. All right, here is my episode with Michael Jasanda. All right, welcome to the show. I got Michael Jasanda on this week. It's an exciting topic uh, for many because it's, it's much needed. It, sometimes it's not sexy. Uh, but i had a uh, a couple of chiropractors reach out to me actually to uh dive a little bit more into what i mentioned somewhere i can never remember where it is but uh, i talked about listening to an episode and 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 the person talked about having a you know financial fortress around your family to where you know everybody's protected uh you know in case the the worst happens or 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 even if you know just you you fall on difficult times you've got this protection around your your family and so a couple of people reached out asked if I'd have a guest on and the person I first thought of was my financial planner and advisor and and that is Michael and so welcome to the to the show today tell us a little bit about yourself personally professionally and then we'll dive into the the fun stuff here of uh, you know assets and 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 insurances and and, and all that type of stuff sure uh, thanks for having me Kevin.
1: A little about me personally. I'm 52. I've been down in Florida since 1999. I married uh, with um, three kids, uh, almost 14, 15, and 16. Surprisingly, I still have all my hair on my head. (laughs) And uh, so life's busy. In addition to that, uh, I'm an endurance athlete. And that's how I got to meet Kevin. When I got into this crazy sport, I started having all these things just show up, camp this, camp, shoulder that. And Kevin was great at uh, keeping me tuned up so that I can do my thing. And uh, so I love that. That it is a big part of my life. Uh, and i um, happily married. And, uh, you know, again, just a little bit about me, my, my, myself a little more. Um, been down in Florida again, 23 years. I'm originally from New York. Uh, grew up in Southern Italy for a period of years. I speak multiple languages and have a passion for what I do. And so I, um, I started in the business back in 19, late nineteen ninety. Life. And before that, uh, my dad owned a construction, landscape, hardscape type of business. So I grew up in a, around a family of entrepreneurs and saw them develop business and saw some right things and some wrong things and learned a lot, uh, a lot of what to do and also a lot of what not to do. Mm-hmm. When I uh, when I moved down to Florida, um, so I, I was an investment advisor up in New York, primarily building portfolio. So that was where my core competency was at the time. And then I moved down to Florida where I got more into the whole holistic planning aspect of things. And shortly thereafter, I was uh, lucky enough to meet a gentleman that was in the business a long time, very well respected in the community. And he was slowing down. He was 65 at the time and I was ramping up and we hit it off. And so over the course of a few years, I I ended up um, in our practices merging so, um, our firm now has been around since 1963. We are a, uh, holistic, uh, boutique planning firm. We're not for everybody, but for the folks that we do work for, uh, we do provide a lot of value. I like to believe, and, uh, you know, think of us as almost, um, outsource family office, right? So outside of bill pay, there's really not much we cannot handle. I love working with blank canvases, meaning folks that are just starting out and they don't really know anything, and, or maybe they do have a some concepts, uh, under control, but they they're thirsty for knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I also like working with folks that have been uh, successful in life. And, um, so we'll, we'll take a deep dive and look under the hood and see you know, if there are any gaps in their planning, uh, the, um, the analogy that I like to give, and whether you're working with a, uh, uh with a planner or an advisor, cause they are different. I'll talk to that a bit is that when you're working with a, with a true planner, uh, if they are, there'll, Coming to you for for a, a better understanding of what your roadmap is, yep. and once you identify that and you you really know where you're going, then we take a really deep dive, and that could be anything from uh, any estate planning asset. Uh, I'm sorry, estate planning documents like uh, wills, trusts, and so forth. Business documents um, if you're an LLC, your operating agreement. If you're an, uh, cor- an S corp, just the um, articles of corporation, who the partners are. And then obviously the, uh, the stuff that most advisors do, but they overlook the other stuff, which is their assets. How are things titled, right? Where, what are they? What's the next, what's the risk tolerance? And once we have that, we have the goals and we have the objectives, it's pretty easy to map out what direction they're going to. And so if I sit with you, Kevin, and you tell me, well, when I retire at 65, I want to be here with this kind of a lifestyle I when my debt paid off, maybe I'll sell my practice at that point in time. And then we map that out, Uh, clearly we can see if that's going to be a reachable goal or not. And so if there's a gap, we expose it and it will give some solutions around that gap. And there's different ways of getting there. There's multiple ways to skin a cat and everyone has a different appetite for for planning. Some of this stuff is like running another business and some of this stuff where most of it, I should say, is really simple to do. It just takes a little bit of work, some time and the right kind of guidance, and so we're, we'll look at it and we'll say, well, wait a minute, you, you mentioned that you wanted to be here at 65. And uh, based on what you're telling me, you're not going to get there. Yeah. And here's what we would recommend for we you to get there. And then obviously they have to buy into that mm-hmm. that need, that gap. And, and then we're off to the races. And a, and a big part of that, as you as we, we talked uh, for you and, and just uh, in our conversations over the years, is really looking at what the risks are. And so I'm not just talking about risks in, in a portfolio, but real risks outside of that. And those can come in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. It can be um, a lawsuit. You didn't meet the cause of a three-car pileup on or the highway, and, mm-hmm. and someone's really hurt or not here anymore. And so, how exposed are you there? A future ex spouse, and um, and so uh, that can show up, and not only for for our clients, but a lot of times it's really for our clients' children. Some of them are babies, and and some of them are, are teenagers and some of them are already married. And so then we're we're talking about inheritance planning where you want that to stay within the bloodline, not uh, not enriching a future ex spouse. And so um our analysis or or comments our um our recommendations are around the entire picture. And and I think that if you're just tackling just what many people do, one bite of it at a time, you're really missing. Boat and you're leaving yourself very exposed. And so uh, that's a space that I really love being in. I love the architectural side of our business. And it's, it's just fascinating to me that you can have two people with very similar fact patterns. And so I can look at a fact finder for Dr. A and Dr. B and married two kids, similar income, and yet where they want to go, how they're going to get there, what their appetite for risk are. Some of them hate their employees. Some of them love their employees. Uh, some of them are charitably inclined. some of them are not. And it just takes you on completely different directions. And that's part of it that I, that I love. It's just, it's not monotonous by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. And, and there's a lot of psychology that comes in it because you really try to pull from the client or the prospective client, you know, what, what do they really want? And it, and it takes a little. A little bit of a dance, getting yeah. comfortable with that person, to, to for, the, for the for you to really understand that. Uh, and so, again, it takes a lot of time. So hopefully, that answers your question.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, and obviously, we started our relationship as as doctor patient. Like you said, you were endurance athlete, and and we met that way. And one of the things I always respected was you didn't come in and, and hard sell me on anything. We just you know built a, a relationship there. And and one of the things that we always connected on was uh, your desire to learn and to be a better entrepreneur yourself. And and I was going down that path and we're always comparing books that we're reading and you're part of uh, EOS now and you have the EOS implementer in your practice. And we talk about strategic coach all the time. And, and, you know, and that was like when I was finally ready and it felt like I was in a place to do this. That's why I reached out to you. and And cause, you know, ironically as a member of strategic coach since 2013, I'm in a room full of financial industry folks. And so I could have cherry picked one of a hundred out of of there and they're all great, but I just felt like we had that kind of kindred spirit of entrepreneurship. And you understood that um, I I'm looking at things a a little bit differently because, you know, obviously, you know, you mentioned there's the advisor side, there's the planning side. And, and I felt like I really needed a lot of the planning side of things because, uh, you know, like if, if you're a a corporate employee and you get a you know W two in your paycheck, like you know, y- there's only so much that you can do. Whereas if you're a business owner, there's a lot of different ways you can invest money and in, in a lot of layers of protection that you need as well. And so, uh, what where, where I want to take this right out of the gates was, you know, I had my first child in in 2020, and things were going good uh, financially and uh, you know, I own my office real estate, I own uh, two and a half businesses, and there's assets in, in, in the house and the, all the different things. And now I have a have a child and my, uh, my wife went from a professional uh, out working to now a professional in the house and working, you know, obviously raising our, our kids. And so there was a lot of protection I, I wanted to have. And, and so one of the things was we sat down first and did a, a, a full financial planning. And so let's let's look at it as from an angle of we're trying to protect our family. Uh, do you start out with the the financial plan and does that like highlight some holes in insurance policies or, you know, maybe you don't have a will and trust and that's, uh, where would you start with this whole thing?
1: So that's really, that's a great question. It's really gonna depend on, um, on who's surrounding you, right? So uh, let's just say, I'll give you an example. Let's just say that you're working with a, uh You don't have an advisor uh, working right, with a, a trust a estate attorney. Maybe you have a will. So if if that that trust a estate attorney is good, really good, and they're not doing real estate deals, they're not uh, you know chasing ambulances. Really, their core focus is um, is estate planning. That they have a, a special degree, Mandela Lund. Specifically in tax or JD, and they so they, they they speak the language that you want them to, to speak. Hmm. That might not be a bad place to start because, you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that no no matter what the assets are, that a a love will or individual wills are not going to cut it. And so at, at the very basic uh, estate planning that one should consider, if they're married or they're an individual, they're not they're not married. Are um, just an individual will that's called a pour-over will, and all that means is that anything that I did not title to the trust pours over into the trust when I die. So what that does is just cleans up probate. So really, no asset protection there. But if if I died and it was able to come back three days later, and I left somebody in that situation, I would see the mess I'd left behind. And probate is a is a really nasty process for somebody to go through. It's expensive and there's really no need for it. And so a simple just a creation of a of a will that pours over to a revocable trust, which then becomes irrevocable at death, you've now bypassed the the probate side of it. And now once those assets are in the irrevocable trust, they're now asset protected for the for the for the estate. And so so again, if you don't have that or you're dealing with an advisor that's really more of a stockbroker or a, um, just really does um, uh, assets, but not the full picture, yeah. that may not be a bad way to go. And then don't be afraid to ask your advisor questions. Yeah. And just be really careful there because a lot of advisors will say, just like a lot of attorneys will say, I can handle that. I can handle that. And then they, it's fine. Maybe if your estate you're is business practice is simple in mm-hmm. the beginning. But as you grow, you're going to outgrow that person really quick. And then the really concern comes in when you're not getting the proper advice and then something happens. Yeah. That can come vis a a lawsuit, uh, a death, uh, just anything like that. Uh, and so I, I think if you get it right from the beginning, mm-hmm. it's going to save you a lot of time and aggravation uh, that hopefully won't happen in the future. But look, we're all going to well, I'm going to die, right? Yeah. None of us are getting out of this a lot. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And and so wow. um, I think getting it right from the beginning makes a lot of sense. Mm. So,
0: All right, Docs, here is a new opportunity for you from Darcy Sullivan of Propel. She is our SEO specialist in helping out many chiropractors uh, with their search engine optimization and making sure Google is finding you and getting you new patients. It's amazing how many new patients chiropractors can get and are getting when they do uh, the SEO, right? And a few other things. And Darcy is offering a free SEO workshop just for chiropractors. And you can sign up for that at bit.lybit.ly slash Propel That is bit.lybit.ly Propel MCM Modern Chiropractic Marketing, right? And so check out that link. And we're going to have you go over five SEO secrets to owning the first page of Google uh, without buying ads and darcy's going to give that free workshop one hour to really help grow your practice and start churning new patients from the ever mighty google which is still king in the online marketing so check that out at bit.ly propelmcm for the one hour free workshop
1: if you have an advisor i, I would ask questions about you know, give me an idea of the type of planning that you do uh, let them redact a a sample plan uh, about, not a sample plan but an actual client uh plan and and see what it's about triangulate your decision uh you want to work with somebody that is not afraid to collaborate that's a big big thing and so a lot of advisors uh, just don't want anyone looking under their tent
0: yeah and and let me speak to that too because i'm going to use kind of myself as as the example i don't mind sharing my audience and stuff but um, I do have a good uh, law firm I work with in different capacities and, and we did the will and trust stuff and then your group was able to review it. So there was that collaboration, um, which was nice uh, to do that. And, uh, we, I felt really good about that process and really locked in to where if something happens, uh, we're going to be okay. And so, uh, that was, was really good. And so I want to go to the next thing was. You know, in in my scenario, if I were to pass tomorrow, uh, you know, there's a private practice that has to sustain itself uh, until my wife could sell it uh, or or my attorney would sell it for her. But uh, there that would take some time. There's a the the office real estate that I have uh, that the practice pays rent, you know to 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 it uh that has to that mortgage has to be paid every month there's a lot of things that have to be paid and if i'm no longer here to do it uh we needed a plan for that and so one of the things we did was a key person policy for my practice so if i were to kick the bucket a uh, million dollars would inject into my private practice which i know would give my uh my experts around me like you and my attorneys and everybody Enough time to uh, make sure the practice is still sustaining itself, pay its bills, mm-hmm. and obviously probably sell it in the in the real estate at that point most likely. Uh, but it would give the business the financial layer. Can you speak to that kind of key person policy? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. It's
1: it's a uh, it's a pretty inexpensive thing to do, uh, based on your your help, obviously your ability to get it, but. Uh, it it's uh, I I think really think it's a no brainer and mm-hmm. uh, look uh, from my side of it I have the benefit and sometimes unfortunate to witness folks that uh, don't take the time or uh, or come to me just too late in the game mm-hmm. and uh, or or they've been just ill advised uh, from an advisor that maybe took out some some insurance that was great long term more expensive permanent but. They really needed a lot more coverage, and so it did, there just wasn't enough capital to for them to have that. And so, I I, I think it's crucial for for any uh, business to to really insure themselves because mm-hmm. what you're talking about is the ability for the, the, the team to collaborate, the, the the spouse that just lost the husband uh, or a, or a, or a wife to to really uh, have time because the, the last thing that you want to do is approach somebody with more bad news, more um, quick decisions. Yep. And so if you have a, a war chest that gives you the ability, just pause. Yep. We know that the, the, the staff's going to be paid, the mortgage or the rent's going to be paid, but uh, we've got time. We're not in a rush to take, uh, and so if you're selling it, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to sell it on a fire sale where you would have to sell it or your fire sale or shut it down even worse because you just can't, can't keep it open. And so what's your business really worth? Mm-hmm. Kind of worth it, what are you insured for?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, because you know, other than the, the, what the work at progress, which also doing this with, uh, you, you really don't, don't, you know, you're not sure if the patients are going to stay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's all these unanswered, uh, unanswered questions. So, uh, I think that, um, at the very least, a uh, key person insurance policy, not only for the for the chief doctor, but potentially for some other key people that that are in that business. Uh, so when we when we come through and we do an analysis, you know, one of the things we ask is, you know, who's key in the business and why. Mm-hmm. And if we get some indication that so and so is invaluable to me and, yeah. and she does just so much, you know, again, it's 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 really not expensive at all. Yeah. to Put some insurance on that individual this way if they if they passed away last night which is technically possible that you, you're gonna have some time and look I mean, if you take me as an example, uh, I have a lot of recurring revenue in my company and so if something happened to me, um, the recurring revenue would come in and I have a ton of insurance on me so and, re, and everyone has a lot of time but even my wife, who is a fantastic mother and wife is dealing with three kids and and thank God they're teens now. So they're a little bit older, but heaven forbid something happened to her. I don't know if I'm going to need a month or six months to get back into the game Mm -hmm. and having that luxury of just hitting the pause button and being able to think things through. And as you mentioned, really having a team that collaborates, around each other that already have had some contact they worked together uh, is 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 beyond important uh, because i think you're missing a big a, a big component of all this if you don't have that
0: yeah and to your point you uh you insisted that i insured laura and i really wasn't thinking that way because you know she stays at home and isn't necessarily earning a direct income uh, so if she passed i didn't look at it from that perspective but yeah if she did i'd be toast you know like mentally and and i wouldn't be able to earn and and do the things and so we we put a policy on her as well so a person you know life insurance policy there so that's a i'm glad you brought that up i was gonna i probably was gonna forget about that um so that is important as well so the audience out there is uh, obviously in your personal life even if the one spouse may be not earning an, a direct income they are obviously invaluable to the family and if something were to happen uh you would really want again like i loved how you put that is like not have to make quick decisions because you've got the finances to be able to take your time and and let you know let the emotions like you, you, there's going to be obviously so much involved in it um that it, it you don't least have the financial pressure uh so that's a, a great one and then going and rolling right into the next thing was obviously we have life insurance policy on, on myself uh, you know, a pretty, pretty substantial a, a amount. Um, is there a, do you have like kind of a, I know there's a lot of questions that you would ask for how much someone should take on themselves, but is there a kind of like a, a quick and easy, like you, you probably should consider this amount if you're earning this amount type of deal, or is it variable? Right. So that, that's a great
1: question. And there's a, a few ways to get there, But right? So if you have a real planner, right? And I'm not talking about someone that just uses some some software and spits out a number because uh, we do some of that, but we can really do custom work. Uh, that's one route. So let's talk about the easy route first. So the easy route is a multiple of income. And mm-hmm. so you might say, um, I want to replace 10 years worth of income for my, my, my non-working spouse or oh, working spouse, because yeah. there are hard costs. Even if there's a spouse working, because if you're like you, you have young kids and you're fortunate that your wife can stay at home. But if she's not there, now those kids are going to need somebody to be there with, with them full time. Yeah. And maybe you know, maybe that's the same case if somebody's working and they they're, had the ability to put it out. And so a multiple of income is a kind of a standard formula. Another formula that I like even more is how big does the ward chest have to be at a conservative rate of mature to never have the money run out? So let's just say that you need um, net of taxes, you need $50,000 a year. And in mm-hmm. today's world, rates have come up a little bit. We can get 5% uh, today on something. And so that's a million dollars. A million dollars in something a conservative vehicle is going to provide that, that 50000 a year for forever, mm-hmm. as long as they don't depend. A better way is the planning way. And so I, if I'm doing a cash flow analysis and I'm looking at everything, right, mm-hmm. rent, well, mortgage, uh, expenses, college, um, daycare, I mean, the laundry, the, the dry cleaner, I mean, all of it, which is what we do in that field. And I'm looking at everything and I flow it. And then we look at different periods of time where something might, might happen. You, you're going to come very, very close to actually, you know, come spot on what they actually need. Is going to be, and sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. And so, rather than figuring this out on a hope, yeah, I hope I do get enough insurance. Yeah, I hope I plan enough for retirement. I hope, I hope, I hope. You can really drill it down to uh, a real, a real number. And so, in in my uh, almost thirty years of doing this, I've I've never found a better way than taking a deep dive into the so hood. Uh, to to really really figure this out, and that exposes not just this need, that exposes again the need uh, for your wife. Yep. It may expose other things: key person insurance on the business, maybe hmm. uh, a buy sell contract if there are two partners in the business. So it just it really looks at those gaps that I mentioned earlier, and it just highlights them. Right, you're putting a spotlight on. Them. You could do something about them, or not. I don't care. Hmm. As, but I, it's our job as planners to just say, hey. This is something that's there. And and again, you know that I, I never push anybody into anything. I just put it out there and then it's up to the individual to take, to say, yes, I want it or not. And if Mm -hmm. they say yes, then we take it upon ourselves to make sure it gets implemented properly. And that's when I reached out to your accountant at times when we've done some stuff, I reached out to your attorney at times and so forth, because again, that collaboration is, is key and needed
0: yeah and I've got quite a team around me which is which has been awesome, and I liked how we did do that and we looked at okay, you know how much estimated would I be able to sell the office real estate for that goes into the hopper how much could we sell the practice for that goes into the hopper you know there'd be some leftover money from the key person policy, and then obviously, with my uh life insurance policy, if I were to to pass um that lump sum of money would spit off your your yearly amount where my fam my wife and kids could live the same life that they're living now not a different life um and so that's that was important to me and so we definitely used that kind of reverse engineering planning out uh to look and and like she could live to like 125 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it would cover it so um it was cool to be able to to do that which I which I really enjoyed and it felt good about it and and uh I want to kind of touch on the team thing because I do have a a good team around me, and I even wrote out on like a it's not an official document, but I wrote out and i I told my wife I was like, look, if I die, here's the document of like here's the real estate agent <laughs> you know here here's gonna who's gonna run payroll is this person like and so it's it's kind of wrote right now like who is gonna be kind of tackling things um to try to get to where she doesn't have to worry about it. So that was something else we kind of did and just had a little conversation around it because I know it's not a comfortable conversation. No one wants to talk about dying, but right. it it it's obviously, you know, it's a reality and uh I feel very good um that if something were to happen that financial financials would not be a problem for my family. They have they they would have enough, you know, uh, grief and and long-term things to deal with with me passing at a young age uh, they don't need to deal with the money side of things and so I, I felt good about that um, anything to end kind of that part of it and I just want to segue quickly into a little bit of the financial fortress you know let's say we stay alive we're alive because you got to have you know money and in, in certain things to prevent potential recessions and, and things like that, but anything to, to kind of put a bow on the, uh, you know, protecting yourself in, in passing type of thing? Yeah.
1: So uh, one of the hardest things that, that I, I come across is when I get that call from a, from an attorney that refers me to a client and it, um, one of the spouses takes takes on the role of, of handling all of this stuff
0: yep.
1: and they don't communicate it. And so that that individual, he or she, is just completely lost. Now they just they've been blindsided, whether it was a uh, unknown thing, uh cancer or something like that, or just somebody not waking up in the morning. It, it's it's so um it's so difficult for that person to get up to sleep. Yeah. And and then the other thing that happens is that they they become very they are vulnerable at that point in time. And so if you don't take the time to build this team ahead of time, I, and this is the other thing that I see, someone else is likely to come along and maybe you get lucky, but a lot of times they can take advantage of uh, either uh, another person in their life as a partner or uh, people in the business or advisors or fill in the blank. And so I like you, Kevin, I, I if some, my wife doesn't even balance the check. But she sure knows what she needs to do if something happens. It's yeah. Yeah. completely mapped out. I'm not look. I, I I don't plan on leaving the party for a long time. Yeah. And uh, but you know I can get hit by the convertible asteroid uh, asteroid uh, t- today, right now yeah. as uh, as I'm sitting here doing this podcast. Yeah, but I know that they're all set. Yeah, they're going to miss me, oh, and it's going to stink. But I know that they're all set. Uh, and and the key thing is not just financially, as you as you put it. The relationships, the the whether you do it on a piece of paper or you do it a little more formally, uh, it's just key that they that they not only know where to call that even at some point that's just, there are some introductions that are made so there's, there's a level of comfort with uh, with the these these advisors the attorney the account and that doesn't have to happen all at once it's not like hey let me get this done January first. But I think it's it's important that there is a level of comfortability for them because, you know, again, they're, they're going through a tough time already. There's just it's going to be a lot worse if they get this all out on the road.
0: Definitely. Definitely. All right. So let's um, segue. Uh, you know, obviously. You know, you, you got a business. Go- Everybody's got a business going. Chiropractors are most of my audience. We do have some marketers on there, but things are going pretty well. Um, you, you've protected yourself in death. Uh, now you you obviously got to protect yourself in in life as well and your in your family. Uh, I have had Christine Odo on here who's still one of my uh, financial coaches in a sense of kind of like my de facto CFO in ways, and she's a obviously a huge proponent of emergency savings funds and uh, and doing that. Uh, do you do you work with some of your clients on on that as well as like protecting? Uh, you know the the family fortress here in in life, and what are some of your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, absolutely, uh, it is uh, it's one of the one of the key pillars in all of this. Uh, and so, look, threats are all over the place. Uh, we live in a in a litigious society. Yeah. Um, there are bad mistakes that that can be made, uh, even invest right, um, getting into crypto. Uh, January of this year, probably not a good thing. And, and so there's that FOMO, fear of missing out and everyone yeah. catches a wave. And some people are lucky enough to jump off uh, earlier. So the, again, the threats come from all over the place. And, mm-hmm. and now vis-a-vis the internet, it's very easy to look at something, research something and all that glitters yeah. uh, isn't golden. So you have to take a hard look at, at, at things like asset protection. And so here in the state of Florida, we have some freebies, right? We live in a state. And again, I, I think we're talking to folks that are all over the country. Yeah. Even even outside yeah. of the country. Yeah. Yeah. And so you you need to work with an advisor that understands your state-specific laws. We have clients all over the place, uh, even outside of the country. And, uh, and it changes state by state. And some uh, states have better asset protection laws than others. So here, uh, I'll give you a couple that are uh, easy. is is never, ever, ever have a joint with right to survivorship bank account at the bank. Mm-hmm. Why? The state of Florida gives you a premium joint tenants by the entirety. That means that both parties have to get sued for them to get that, that checking account or that savings account. So here in the state of Florida, there are four things that have asset protection that are in the Florida statute. Mm-hmm. And that is anything that is a qualified uh, or IRA type plan. Your homestead at home. Mm-hmm. Anything that's in a in annuity, and there's some really bad ones out there, so you've got to be careful, but there's some fantastic ones uh, out there that are inexpensive, but most of them are not, so there's just mm-hmm. by everywhere. And uh, and then life insurance, right? So uh, and there specifically I'm talking about, uh, not just on the death benefit side, but on the cash value side. So if you're in a whole life contract, builds cash or a variable contract, which is like an equity play, Uh, Those things have asset protection. And then then outside of that, there's other things. And then, so I I like to put a moat around the assets. And so those are things like properly titled uh, assets. So if you own real estate, for example, and you own two or three properties, not a smart thing to have them in one company. Because if there's a slip and fall on one, guess what? They now are taking possession of all. Mm -hmm. And so separate LLCs, Um, even in, in business so uh, some states, LLC is better than S Corp or C Corp. But so understanding your state specific uh, laws there. Um, sometimes there's layers, right? Where we take, um, uh, different, different layers again, to put more, really what you want to do. And again, you can make this really, really, really complex. (laughs) Do that, but just a few layers of protection. And what happens is that if you get, Mm -hmm. they go into an attorney. And there are assets that are in, there, your assets are in two buckets, right? You've just visualize this. There's a private bucket and then there's a, 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 a not private bucket. Mm-hmm. So the, the attorney can very simple, while they're, you're interviewed, do a search and they can see what's in the bucket, right? What, what can they go after? Yeah. And so if they don't see a lot of things uh, in the bucket that they can go after, but then they notice that there's some, some legal work or that the the, the uh, assets are structured in a way that just makes the hurdle that much higher. They're going to pass on the case, and this has been told to me by some attorneys that do this for a living. Yeah. So, um, so there's there's a there's a lot of things that that I would uh, take it to, into consideration. I've given you a couple of examples in yep. terms of uh, titling, in terms of uh, vehicles,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and this stuff changes. Not the Florida statutes, because that stuff that is in. But mm-hmm. but even um, let's take uh, the, the last couple of years, we we came really close to, to tax bill coming coming in that would have changed the way we do state planning. Yeah. And so some of the tools that we use to give our clients asset protection would have been changed maybe forever, uh, well, at least until the next president came into came into power. And so yeah. again, you need to a have a decent understanding of this, but. More importantly, work with a team that is constantly sharpening the saw mm-hmm. and not a dinosaur because this stuff does change. And sometimes it takes moving some things out of state. Yeah. So there are, are states that have, even outside of Florida, have fantastic asset protection, mm-hmm. South Dakota is one of them, Uh is another, Delaware, maybe, Alaska. And, and depending on the assets, the complexity, how far you want to take this, if there's a potential inheritance that's coming down the road, mm-hmm. all of those will have us consider uh, different strategies. And, and like I said earlier, some of these things are like running another business, but if you have the right team, you're not doing most of that work. Yeah. They're yeah. they're they're doing it for you.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so uh, that's great. There's obviously a lot of moving parts of that, depending on what state there is. Uh, I I touched on the emergency saving stuff, so I I wholeheartedly believe in having that cash on hand for emergencies. We obviously saw the need for that in COVID down here in South Florida. I had prepared one for hurricanes, not a pandemic, but it was helpful either way. Um, And then, you know, a lot of the essentials that a lot of chiropractors know about, but I'd be remiss not to say it, obviously your malpractice insurance is important. Uh, Liability insurance for if someone slips in your office is important. Uh I do have a disability insurance as well. Those have become challenging to get uh They're not great, even if you can get them but uh, I do have a disability insurance in case I hurt myself and so there's a lot of things you gotta look at to make sure that you really are protected on all levels in case something happens unforeseen usually, and you know whether it's in life or or if you do pass like you just want to make sure you have peace of mind on there and so Michael, I really appreciate you coming on to, to dive into this. Uh, I know it's, it could probably be a whole week-long course on it, and we touched on a lot of really good aspects of it. Um, if my audience has uh, any questions, uh, tell them the name of your firm and how they could, could reach out uh, sure. if they wanted to chat with you further.
1: Sure. Uh, the name of the firm is The Bridge Group. Our website is thebridgegroup.com. Our office on phone number here is 954-958-4220. Uh, we do service clients all over the country. And so, um, so that's, uh, that's a, not an issue here. And, um uh, so that's the, that's the way that we just, um, very freaking open way Great. Perfect. Now, yeah, And by the way, you asked, as, as, uh, Kevin mentioned, there's no pressure here. So a lot of times we'll, we'll, somebody will come reach out for a question. Happy to answer that question.
0: Awesome. And you know, you always, your group's also done our, our business 401k for our employees. That's been huge for us. And so obviously there's a whole lot of, There's a whole other side of things we didn't get to today, but um, I definitely recommend reaching out to Michael. And again, I appreciate your time today, Mike. Awesome. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you wanna make the shift from busy, broke, and broken, to time-free and cash-confident, or you just wanna continue with the exponential growth, check us out at modernchiropracticmarketing.com. Look at the MCM Mastery tab, watch the short video on there, and check out what we are doing now for evidence-informed chiropractors. We are equal parts coaching and marketing done for you. Yes, you shoot some videos, we help you with campaign strategies and ideas and really become a thought leader in your community. You shoot those videos, you send them to us, we produce, edit, and brand them to you. Then we distribute them through all of your channels.